0: This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina
1: Zias and Rayanne Langus, two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Confident Collective Podcast. It's Christina here and Rayanne, and we are so excited to chat with you
0: today. We're back after a birthday celebration weekend. Honestly, I was like, "This is this is the this year." Well, <laughs> I made such we're a big of it.
1: <laughs> no. It's Honestly. amazing. You're 28. Did you have like the best birthday weekend?
0: I did. I had the best birthday weekend. Well, let's let's talk about what we're we're starting a new series. Mm-hmm. What was it called? A series segment? Yes, about what, what we're obsessed with right now. Obsessed with? Like, I feel like there's so many things like. On a weekly basis, weird things that I'm just like, can't get out of my head. Mm -hmm. And it could be range from like something I saw on TikTok. Well, let's be honest. Most of the time is going to be something I saw on TikTok. Just random stuff. So this is our new segment talking about things we're obsessed with. And I'm actually really eager to hear what yours is, Christina, because this subject that I know you're going to talk about Mm -hmm. is something that Hannah, who you met this weekend. Yeah has been talking to me about so
1: much. I'm so out of the loop. Dude, I'm so pissed I didn't talk to her about it. You guys, you should have. Hannah, call me after you listen to this podcast, okay? (laughs) All right, guys. I am obsessed with Erica Jane and Tom Girardi. So do you even know who those people are? Yes, but I feel like you need to give like a quick recap. Okay, so quick, quick, quick recap. Erica Jane is one of the housewives of Beverly Hills. Her husband or ex-husband, Tom Girardi is a famous lawyer. He was a lawyer that was on the Aaron Brockovich case. He like a lot of his lawsuits were all like malpractice or like um, he like represented clients who were like harmed and like burn victims, um, clients who like lost significant others and plane crash, like all these sort of things. He was like this incredible lawyer. Turns out he was not paying the people he was defending. Right, like he would win money in lawsuits and not pay the victims. Like he would take the money, right? Yes. That's fucked. Um hard. you need to google it. It's so insane. Like and it's like so wild because this guy was put on such a pedestal. Um and really his whole career has just come crashing down. Like I think they owe over I know it's over 25 million, but even more than that to these victims. It's really really sad. So anyways, make a long story short, all this is happening. And as this is all going down, Erica is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So the way the season filmed, all the housewives were learning about this news as they were filming. So it's so crazy because in the beginning of the season, she's talking about how she's in love with Tom and everything's going well. Then all of a sudden, she's like, guys, we're getting a divorce. And then all of a sudden, all this news comes out about like the plane crash victims and all these people he's not paying and like, you're watching it all unfold on TV. And part of me is like, girl, why are you on this season? Like right. you, and it's so weird because as someone who's so into it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, did she know about all of this? Did she not? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I definitely think she knew and that's why she left him. Like I don't, she like tried to like pretend that she left him because all of a sudden he was like, just like a bad guy, wasn't treating her right. And maybe there was some of that, but like she left him because she was trying to like get out of this shithole. Um and like the shit storm that was coming. Do I believe that she necessarily knew that he was scamming all these victims? I don't necessarily think that. Like maybe she just thought like her husband was super wealthy and she was super wealthy and she didn't ask questions, you know. But maybe there was maybe she thought there was some shady money shit going on. But maybe she didn't know the extent the extent of it or like what was happening. I don't know. I don't know. So, anyways, I've been so obsessed with it to the point where like. I've listened to every single podcast on it. <laughs> um, I have like my like you know celebrity podcast that I like listening to. So yeah. I listened to all those, and when all those were done, I started googling Erica Jane and Apple Podcast to see like what other reason podcasts. Were like on. I have not had enough. I was like because the Housewives episodes have been so wild and so juicy. Like I just love listening to people's commentary on it, and you could just see like the women who were like so blindly supporting her as this news is like unfolding throughout the show there, they have their questions and like they, some of them are no longer supporting her. And it's just so interesting to watch. So if you're a housewives fan, if you're like, love this topic, DM me, let's talk about it. It's so crazy. dude. you got to watch this shit?
0: I know. I really do have to watch this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe I need to get in the Housewives. You've been telling me I need to get into the Housewives for like years. Just like
1: Housewives of Beverly Hills. Because okay. like it's local. You get, like they go to places that we go to that we see, you know, it's like kind of Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. And also, it's so fucking juicy right now. So is she on the show
0: being like, I didn't know this was happening? Yes.
1: But she was kind of like known as like an ice queen. Like she's very stoic. Like in this last episode, I wouldn't be surprised if honestly, she was like on a bunch of Xanax. Like she just wasn't really reacting enough in my opinion. Um, but that has kind of been her personality throughout like the past season. Like she was always known for being a little bit cold. Right. Um. There are a couple of times where she breaks down, but her whole MO is like, she went from like praising Tom for being like this amazing guy to all of a sudden, like slowly turning back her narrative. Like he used to like be really aggressive in the way he spoke to her. He was like cheating on her. And I think that those things probably were happening, but she probably didn't care because she, he was giving her millions and millions of dollars. He's also, like, 30-something years older than her. Oh, so he's, like, knocking on death's door. Yes, yes, yes. And, oh, oh my gosh. Damn. I, and now, apparently, he has, like, dementia Alzheimer's, too. So his law license was taken away from him. He's in the conservatorship, like, Britney Spears. But, like, this is probably really necessary. I don't really—but who knows? People are saying, like— no one knows what to believe. You know, oh, is he saying he has dementia now to get, to, out, like, of get it? out of this? Yeah, and apparently he, I think he filed for bankruptcy too. Like they have no money left, and this page. Sorry, guys, I've been fucking upset, to. Get you to. <laughs> and this like page six report just came out. So like his law firm gave her company like EJ Global LLC or something like that twenty five million dollars over the past twelve years, and like that's all spent and gone too. Like fourteen million of it was like to an MX bill, which is just so wild. Can you imagine just like. I mean, maybe. Honestly, the sad thing is I kind of can. Yeah, I know. You're like, yeah, I see my credit card bills. Buy that money. I can see that happening. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it just all this crazy shit. You know what
0: that made? That always makes me think about, like, when I see people who it's like, okay, you've you worked. You have this wealth. You have. You've made it. You think you've made it. You have. Like, you couldn't fucking lose that in a second. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And also, like, that's just, like, so sad for all these people, like, victims of these things that he's
1: taking stealing
0: from like what this is what is
1: just so wild to me and like how I'm so dumbfounded by it is like he knew whether she knew this was happening he knew this was happening so like how could he allow her to go on the show and him to be on the show knowing all of this was happening like how are you so narcissistic that you think like you'll never get caught or that like these people are so beneath you that it doesn't matter and he was super powerful like oh my gosh I I should stop talking like (laughs) Like our this go- is a whole episode on Eric and Shane. Like the California governor, Governor Newsom. Yeah. He donated a bunch of money to his campaign. And then Newsom allowed him to point in a judge who then, like, pretty much he was winning all these cases with that. Ju- like, it's all so fucking corrupt. Fucking connected yeah. and corrupt. But I'm just like, Damn. Dude, like, if you have these types of skeletons, like, why are you going on TV?
0: He probably is a narcissist. He probably I'm just saying. thinks he's
1: fucking untouchable. And he's like so above the law because he. He probably felt so untouchable. Yeah, for all these years. I think he's like 80 something years old. Like, right. He's like gotten away with it his entire exactly. life. Yeah. It's just so, so wild. So I've been obsessed. If you couldn't tell, damn. <laughs> but it's, it's juicy. Let's just juicy. say that. Okay. What about you, Ray? What have you been obsessed with? Honestly, not
0: it's it's something a little different, but my mind, my brain capacity, honestly. So I'm planning my little sister's bachelorette party. And I've been to one bachelorette party in my life. Like, I don't know the protocol. I don't know all this shit. So I'm like trying to do all this stuff that's gonna make it fun for her and cool. But I'm also like, what the fuck? Like all this stuff that goes into a wedding. Is insane. I know. And, like, people are probably like, yeah, duh, and," But, like, I haven't had anyone super, super close to me, like, get married, like, while I'm, you know, their... Friend, yeah. Right. And so I'm, like, where I've been heavily involved. Now this is my little sister. We've had her engagement party, her bridal shower. I'm like, I love her to death. I love him. But, like, I'm like, damn... So I'm planning this bachelorette and then my friend's like, oh, are you doing like this lingerie party thing? Like it's customary to get customers in the word to get, you know, everyone brings lingerie for her. I'm like, "How is there a rule book around that I don't know about? I'm like, what? So anyway, I think it'll be fun, but we're not doing like a lot of the typical bachelorette things because I just <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> okay,
1: wait, wait, hold on. Like, what are you doing that you have? So we're going to Steamboat because okay. she's not like a super
0: big partier. And it was like Colorado's kind of central. And we wanted to do it like a mountain western like chic bachelorette. That's so so we're going up there. We're doing horseback riding. We were going to tube the river, but the river's closed sadly because oh. of the drought. Oh. So I've got to improvise something. And then we're going out on um, like a I don't even know what night, Saturday night. And then we leave Sunday. Like it's a really fast bachelorette, which is I'm actually as the yeah, planee, I'm though. actually glad <laughs> because there's less of it to plan. Yeah. Um, but I'm just bringing, like truth or like, do people do games, Christina? Like what kind of games?
1: Um, okay. So for this past past bachelorette, like I mean, like some of the ones I've been on, like there are games involved where like you can like talk to her fiance and like ask him a bunch of questions. And then people can guess like what answer they gave Oh, like, if you want okay. to like, make it more about her and do stuff like that. With my f- group of friends, like our go-to game is celebrity, which I think you call which it something different. You tried to get us to play that on my present <laughs> and I
0: was like, Christina, if you think that this group of girls in the state we're in is going to play celebrity, <laughs>
1: but I think it's fishbowl. Dude, it's so fun. I think that's where you put all the things in the bowl. Yeah. 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 And then you like talk it, act it. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, do you have f- decorations? so i'm not doing
0: like crazy decorations because i think some of them are just cheesy so okay. i got i'm just getting brought balloons that say bride and then i made every girl like a custom goodie bag perfect. and then i made justine a custom that's it over there denim jacket so oh, well, i'm making it. it i'm doing it today um and then we i'm getting like champagne and justine flowers but we're not really doing like decorations decorations yeah, but that's perfect Okay, we got I got
1: the you one che- stuff for her, you know? Yeah,
0: the one cheesy thing I got is like cardboard cutouts of um her fiance's face. Oh that's awesome. Like, okay, I was like, okay, let's do like a couple cheesy things. Yeah. I think I might do the mustache
1: thing you guys did. Oh my gosh, I could not recommend. Mark. So you basically put all the mustaches in a bag. Uh, so okay. So we like when we went out to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like kinda tipsy. We're like, okay, we need to turn this party up a little bit, like we realized we're at the bar with, like, we're the oldest people there, you know? <laughs> um, so we, my friend just brought a bunch of mustaches in a bag, and you, like, just have to, like, grab into the bag and put your mustache on, whichever one you took. And then we literally just wore them around, but you should bring extra because people are going to love the mustaches. And they're going to want one, too. Okay, I'm going to get mustaches. Yeah, so, like, whoever we met, we started talking to that. We thought we were cool. They'd be like, can I get a mustache? And then they were, like, so honored to get a mustache, and you kind of, like, just get other people involved in the party. Yeah, that's one thing about, like,
0: Going out and partying and stuff is like I love to have like favors like that because the like the, they're good conversation starters. Totally. They're yeah. good like I, in college I used to bring out lollipops like suckers and I would like be like, do you want a, do you want a lollipop? <laughs>
1: <Like> <laughs> that I would like so random. have like a bag of fucking Wait, blow, really? pops. Yeah. blow pops. Yeah, I love blow pops. Those strawberry flavored cherry, my fave. so
0: good. My uh, tongue would be like red. I'd be like, hey, baby. that's
1: like an interesting one because you're drinking and I don't know like how that would mix with your drinks.
0: Honestly. Try the mustache. I was drinking UV blue. I don't really think I was
1: like... <laughs> I don't even know what UV blue is. What? What is
0: UV blue? Oh, my God. It was like this blue... Literally blue alcohol that... it is It was disgusting. It was disgusting. You don't need to know what okay. it is. I'm
1: fine without it.
0: Um. So, that's what I've been obsessing over this week. And I'm... I honestly am so, so excited. But I am very excited. September, I'm just gonna chill. Chillin'. I am... I was like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I just told you that. Okay, I'm going one place. But... <laughs> Justine's having another second bridal shower in Arizona, so I'm just popping over there for the weekend. I'm just going to drive. Yeah, that'll be fine.
1: Anyway, weddings, holy shit. Well, I'm so excited. I think you're going to have an amazing time. Justine's going to be so happy, and we'll we'll hear about the recap next week, but I can't wait.
0: Well, in the meantime, we'll recap my birthday weekend, and then I'm going to kind of share like reflecting on... Because my friends asked me... So I'll rewind. This... Birthday weekend started as just like four of my friends coming from college to come to San Diego mm-hmm. as like a we have w- been wanting to get together whatever and I was like I think birthdays are a great excuse to get people together totally so it was just that and then I was like oh you know what like. <laughs> let's just make it like a big thing. So I invited like you and then Rosie and Missy, my other friends here and my friend Aaron and her from Bailey. So we had like nine girls come down to San Diego um, for my birthday weekend. And it was so much fun. It was like, I I will realize I, I have never been a planner. And this is one of the things I'll share that I learned is that I've realized, like, if I want to do shit, I got to fucking plan. Mm-hmm. And so I've become a planner. So I planned this whole thing. We did kayaking. Maybe I'll do, like, a little re- post-a-recap on Instagram of, like, what we did and where we went. Because we went to some good places. Um, Christina came down. Was the life? Oh, I got to tell them. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> when I told, i already told you to do this. But so my friends texted me. They're like, wait, is Christina coming? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. They were like, oh my god I'm so nervous I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity
1: that is so ridiculous and when I couldn't sleep and I was wasted at five in the morning I kept thinking oh no I hope I didn't disappoint anyone like <laughs> was I like cool like was I what
0: they expected oh everyone was obsessed with you everyone was obsessed with you they were like Christina's the most fun person I've ever met oh I'm like I know That's she's so nice fun. I'm like oh my god um but I just was laughing so hard. Everyone was like, when I told them, you were like, I was like, oh, Christina's off the train. She's coming.
1: Every, Aaron was like, okay, I got to go. Cool. I got to <laughs> I, 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 I got to redeem myself. I love her so much. No, all your friends were so amazing. I love them all. Oh, I just, I'm so glad you got but to that meet everyone. so funny. And I swear to you. I really was nervous when I couldn't sleep in the morning. I was like, all of a sudden, I guess I was like having hangover anxiety. I was like, was I weird? I was like, do oh people think I'm cool? We um, all get hangover anxiety. Oh, dude, like, what did I say? Hang- what
0: I told you I called he who must not be named. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. Guys, I did a drunk FaceTime at three in the morning, introduced him to Rosie and Hannah and whoever else was still awake at 3 a.m. <laughs> I was like... What was I thinking? Oh, but you know what? He actually was really nice and I don't think he thought it was weird.
1: Yeah, no. And he was up at three in the morning just chilling. It so. was for
0: his time. Oh,
1: yeah. So I was like, what
0: is going on? Anyway, um, but if you need, if you're going to San Diego,
1: you have to go to this bar called Moonshine Beach. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Wait, what did you think of it? I liked it. I was really happy that. It was much bigger than I thought it was. Because when we, when you first uh, when walk we, into it, it's just like one or two rooms. I was like, "This is lame." And then you go in further, and there was like a huge ass like concert venue. It, it felt like a concert when we got there. There yeah. was a live band, and then there was like an outdoor section, which I feel like that's where I pretty much was. Like the whole, we pretty much all were like out there between there and the concert venue. But when we first got there, there was this awesome live band, and oh. it was so fun. I wish the live band was on for longer. Me too. Me too.
0: I will say I had so much fun dancing, but I wore my camo pants out because I had like a whole outfit ordeal. I like changed 10 times. Mm-hmm. Those things, Christina, are made for the elements They trapped <laughs> in the heat. Because I think they're like, re- they're like real vintage cargo pants. But wait, like camo aren't they pants. supposed to breathe? I thought they were supposed to keep like the troops warm while they're in the trenches. <laughs> what? Let me but what tell if you. They're
1: like in the Sahara, like defending us in the desert or something like that then they must wear different pants <laughs> because these things were... Were you moist as fuck down
0: there? I have never <laughs> experienced the heat trapped in my undergarments. That's <laughs> than insane. That. I was oh. so hot. It was insane, but I had so much fun. Um, everyone had so much fun. It yeah. was, I think everyone kind of like let loose after a long... Definitely. You know, time. So We closed um, out
1: the bar. We did close out the bar. <laughs> Got Mickey D's at 3 a.m. I feel like those are I tail, actually, tall I'm, tail signs. I'm of a sad good night. I
0: missed that. I know. I really, I'm surprised I didn't drunk eat. I, I I literally did
1: not drunk eat, which is wild. And then I decided, as soon as I came home, I passed the fuck out. And at 6 a.m., decided to do my skincare routine and dropped my makeup in the toilet—that was devastating. The fact that you took the p- <laughs> took a picture, though, you let it sit there. Sure, <laughs> dude. Everything was in slow motion. I was like, no one's gonna <laughs> believe the fact. I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like long enough that I like took a photo. It felt like all within seconds, but also probably was like ten minutes long.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Wait, did I tell you about that that guy I met? That um, I met this guy, and we were like hanging out, whatever. I swear to God, he said his name was Bo. I was introducing him as Bo to everybody, calling him Bo, being like literally Bo, 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 Bo. What was it? I go, at one point, I go, how do you spell your name? B-E-A-U or B-O? He goes, (laughs) M-O-E. (laughs) M-O-E. I go... You're telling me <laughs> your name is Mo. <laughs> I have been calling you Bo for the last four hours. Oh, my gosh. That's so what? funny. What? Anyway, I was like, sorry, dog. <laughs>
1: my bad. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Okay, so <clears throat> 28 years old now, girl.
0: I'm 28. You're officially in your late 20s. I know, I have been. 27 is your late 20s. Is it? I feel like it's still like mid. 21, 22, 23, early. 24, 25, 26, mid. 27, 28, 29, late. Yeah, that makes sense. anyone's wondering. That makes sense. I've thought about it quite a lot.
1: Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell. <laughs> Couldn't tell at all. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so I'm going to kind of run through... Because my friends, when we were there, they were asking me all these deep questions. What did my friends love to ask you questions?
1: I know. I was like, we just had two shots of tequila. And this is like my second Tito's vodka. I'm fine. Pl-
0: I can't. What? Christine has one eye open. Yeah. Talking about her deepest, darkest secrets yeah. at a country bar in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my gosh. But anyway, I was like, Thinking, I was like, I need to reflect on it. I need to reflect on it. Um, so they asked me like what I've learned, what I what I gained in this past year, and what I wanna what I wanna take with me, what I want to leave behind. So I'm gonna just kind of run through a couple of things that I have feel like I've learned in this past year. And the first one of that is very reflective of this weekend is that. I really do think that you can find soulmates in your in your friendships. I and we did a our one and only book club for TCC last year. We read Big Friendship and we talked about romantic friendship and how we don't put as much emphasis on friendships as we do as romantic relationships as we are adults. And as I was just like having all of these amazing women <laughs> surrounding me this weekend, it was just like, wow! Like I feel so thankful to have all of these incredible women in my life and these friendships. Like, I, I honestly, they are like m- my family and my like female friends. I don't really have guy friends anymore, but like they bring s- me so much happiness and joy. It's crazy. Like I, I just think that I've realized that no matter what stage in my life I'm at. I really want to continue to make um, friendships a a really big priority. Obviously, I know right now that's easier for me because I'm single and young and blah, blah, blah. And as you get older and different things happen in your life where that's going to become a challenge. So I always want to try and remind myself of how important that they are. Um, So that's one thing. Another thing I learned as I was like, what did I really learn last year? I feel like last year I really started reading self-help books or self-improvement books, as we should say. And I don't know why I used to be like, oh my God, it's shameful to be reading. Not shameful, but like I, well, yeah, I did think that when it was kind of if fucked up. you're embarrassed up. to read self-improvement right, like books
1: it's, or say it.
0: Right. Like I would be like embarrassed like I was like a broken or failed person because right. I had to read these self-improvement books.
1: You know, like do, why did we feel that way? I don't know, but I do think that is a common stigma for people.
0: Right. Yeah, and I'm like, why. no, it's actually really fucking cool that whoever takes time to like, Improve. Read these things and improve and, like, try and become a better person and, like, work through this shit. That's actually really fucking cool. It's not lame. It's nothing to be ashamed of. 100%. Um, so I'll I'll link in the show notes some of my favorite ones that I read this past year. Um, another thing I started in 2020 was therapy, which was really incredible. Um, and my therapist told me in one of our sessions... Um, I think we were talking about how with men I really struggled with like I was like I feel like I'm so confident in like business and with women but then it comes to men and I'm just like lacking so much confidence. And she's like you can have space for both. You can be a really confident person and struggle in this area. And it was like the concept of holding space for both. You can be confident and um like working on things. You can be you couldn't have love for someone and know that it's time to let them go. And it was just like, when she said it, it's so simple, but I was like, whoa. I always had really, really struggled to understand that you can have space for both. It doesn't need to be like, I am this, I am all in, I am like, you can have that that space in the and. Um, and, and it was just like such a simple thing that she said, but it was like, damn, wild.
1: Yeah, Absolutely
0: um another thing I learned is I can't I really get pissed off with our like I can't handle as much as I thought in like a day and I realized so much of my self-worth was coming from how much work I got done and I actually get really frustrated by our like society's Glorification of like burnout and working yourself to the bone. And yes, I think it's important to work hard, but I think it's like just as important to spend time with your family and your friends and like rest and do things like work out, go for hikes. Like, I feel like if I wasn't working all the time and like just honestly working myself thin, is that even a saying? Yeah, working so, myself to the bone. <laughs> I working to the bone <laughs> and putting put myself in that I just felt like a failure. And that's something I'm still working on. Like, I
1: feel like I need to be working all the time. No, you definitely do not. It's so funny. Last night, I got, I invited um, our friend Paria to the park with Paria. Nicholas. She's like, I really want to meet Nicholas. And She hasn't met Nicholas yet? She met Nicholas, but she hasn't like seen him in months. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean? She's like, I really want to see him. I just want to hold him. Like when she met him, she came for a walk with us, but he was in the carrier. So she's like, I never even got to squeeze him. So anyways, I, like, last-minute text her. I was like, okay, I think we're going to go to the park in in an hour if you wanted to come. She, like, lives pretty close by. And she's like, you know what? Yes. And she came. It was just, like, a half-hour thing or whatever. She's like, can I tell you, like, I have never, like, just chilled out after work. Like, I always go from work. Like, I work so much, and then I go to do something else. She's like, this was, like, the nicest treat ever, just being outdoors for a half-hour and, like, seeing you guys. I was like, yes, we all need to take those little breaks, like— Yes, the work can wait. The emails can wait. Like, and even yesterday, I was so burnt out, and I like was like kind of disappointed that I didn't like shoot these videos I wanted to shoot. And then I was like, "Dude, no one cares, right? No one cares. Nothing's but, gonna happen." Do
0: you ever feel like you see everyone around you, and you're like, they're doing so much more than me? Yes, and I feel like that
1: with you too. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck.
0: feel like that with you. I'm like, I wish I could
1: do as much as Ray can do. You know what I mean? Isn't that funny we both feel like that about each other, about other people? Like,
0: it's just, yeah, I just, and I, I actually get, like, pissed off when I think about this, like, work, 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 work. And one uh, uh, Instagram account my friend Hannah told me about to follow was the nap ministry. And it's all about the importance of like rest and... um,
1: Oh, the nap. Nap. I thought it was like nap. I was like, interesting. The (laughs) nap ministry. (laughs) Nap. Nap. Okay, that's cool. We should... We'll link that in the show notes. I I took a nap yesterday
0: after my workout. I haven't taken a nap when I, I... I literally think in years. Yeah. In years. Me neither. What? I know. So... That's good. I'm glad you learned that. Um, One other thing I learned is just go on the fucking date. Dating has taken up a lot of my mental and time this past year. And I was thinking back to my first date I went on after my ex and I finally like cut things off and we actually had no contact. I was so nervous. Christine, I felt sick. I remember, remember that. Yeah, I felt sick all day. I didn't eat. I was like sick to my stomach. I was like, I remember being on the date trying to sip my margarita, and my hand was just shaking. Oh my god, I was so nervous. And now, so that's like my biggest advice for people if they want to get back into dating. The first date you're going to be terrified, like yeah. it is. But now it's just like oh, Thursday afternoon, got a date. See you mm-hmm. later. Like it's just like
1: now with like anything with practice you get better at it it becomes more fun dude that's like one of your friends she was saying she's like gone on like 500 something dates or whatever yes. and then like she's made it a mission and now she's engaged and like mm-hmm. she really wanted to be someone so she like be with someone so she was dating 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 and yo her ring is fucking beautiful her she ring. seems happy as hell Yeah. but she put in the fucking work and just went on the dates she went
0: on so so many dates yeah. like she said she was like I probably went on three to four dates a week for like years yeah. I was like you are a workhorse honey <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Is, I'm not even doing that I'm like if I go on two dates a month I'm like thank god yeah I you mean like, I
1: mean, right there's extremes obviously but the thing yeah. is like if you want it just go just go so, yes mm-hmm. that is the main thing Yeah. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> I forgot we talked about that <laughs> Um, Another thing for me is movement is like a key part in me feeling like my best self. Last year, I experienced like my highest of highs in my fitness journey and like my lowest of lows. We had just finished training for the marathon, which was something like you and I both never thought we would do.
1: Like someone was like, you're going to run a half marathon. I'd be like, mm, who, me? No, no. I know. We need to start doing that again because honestly, that felt so empowering. We so, might need to find one and just do
0: it. I think we do. I think it's something I want to do and just check. We were so close.
1: So close, dude. So <laughs> fucking close.
0: Um, and then the pandemic happened and I literally didn't work out for like months and months. And I just, I just didn't. I mean, obviously, there was so much going on with the pandemic. It wasn't just that. But now... I've been working out consistently with a personal trainer since um, February this year. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. And I just feel, like, so strong. And, like, honestly, I don't think my body has, like, changed. I mean, I, like, feel it. But um, I don't think it's, like, you don't look at me and she's, oh, she's a different person. Like right, right. And I think that's, like, I've just let go of, like, working out to lose weight. Like, it's just, like, part of my life. It's part of my routine. And I don't know exactly where that shift happened, but... It feels just good to, like, move as a part of your life. Definitely.
1: Um, it's so empowering, like, mentally and physically to feel strong. Because, like, yeah. I think that's a lot of things. Like, everyone's like, work out to be skinny, work out to lose weight, whatever. But, like, when you just, like, get that, like, the endorphins that happen in your brain. There's some chemical shit going Something on Something going on. That just <clears throat> really makes you feel empowered after
0: a good workout. Because you felt like that after you've
1: gone back into
0: working out since having Nico, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. You're on that force, force, force. I just had a stroke.
1: <laughs> Knock on wood. Don't say shit like Fierce, that. Fierce 45. F45. F45. Except I haven't really gone back into a routine since we left. Came back from New Jersey. I was so pissed. I was going like four or five days a week. Doing such great workouts. And then we were gone for like almost a month. And now I have to like get back on a schedule. Mm, but I'm telling myself it's part. okay. First I need to get back on sleeping.
0: <laughs> yes. You need out. Sleeping for you is the. is it, This is a whole other rant. Yeah. Sleeping for you is just as important. Yes. No, more important because no matter what you do in the gym, if you're not sleeping, it doesn't yeah, matter.
1: Exactly. So I've just been like trying to get back on a routine like that. And then I'm like, okay, gym routine next. But anyways. Sleeping is number one. Number one. Um, the last thing
0: is that you don't have to wait for a partner, a romantic partner to live life last year. Mm-hmm. In October, I, so I had wanted, since we moved to California, I had wanted to drive up the coast, PCH, up to Carmel, and I did it last October, and it was just me and my little Fiat listening to music and, like, seeing some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen in my life, and it was just a really, like, honestly, it was a very spiritual experience. I told you I was, like, driving on the PCH, like, (laughs) crying my eyes out, because I just was, like, how sad if I would have continue to miss out on things because a my partner didn't want to so i didn't or b i didn't do these things because i was waiting for a significant other i think a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. and i just think that it's you, you just can't wait for someone. I think you have to go out and do what you want to do and live your life. And then hopefully someone will come along and join you in that. But also, if you do have, you know, an amazing supportive partner, you're not they're not going to want to do every single thing with you. And that's what I really admire about you and Steve is that, like, you you do it. Like, you're like your own individual people who have decided to do life together. But you will be like, I'm going to Thailand then. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love that story of you and Steve. And, like, I, I want to you know, when the time comes where I am in a relationship, I don't want to like lose that. I want to continue to do, go do the things that I really want to do.
1: Yeah. Because your independence and in your relationship is so important. Mm-hmm. and I, I'm so proud of you for doing that stuff. I think that it's so easy to like wait around for someone else, yeah. right? But, like you, this is your life. Mm-hmm. Like you're writing the script, you know what I mean? And like, you need to just can take control and hopefully you can find someone to join you on your journey. Mm-hmm. But either way, like whether you have someone or not, you still want to be doing the things that you want to do.
0: I think that's <laughs> another thing I lo- learned is just like being okay to do things alone and being alone. Like, I love it. Absolutely. I love it now.
1: Oh my gosh. You know how much I love being alone. When Wait, I feel like we do you get alone time. No, but what <laughs> I do, I cherish it. I mean, yeah. actually, no, I make alone time for myself, even oh, if good. it's like just like silly things like going for a walk or like if I'm like cooking, like I'll put on like my AirPods and listen to a podcast and see, we'll try to talk to me like, I'm listening to a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you. Sorry, can't talk right now. <laughs> Chef Boy or Steve, please check back. in. Later. Yeah, because you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just need to check out.
0: Yes. Mm, I love being alone. Oh, it's amazing. Um, okay. So those are kind of the main, some things as I was thinking back. Um, and I guess as uh, to answer my friend's questions, things I want to like work on in this next year is getting my money shit together. I still Mm. really need to be, I need to learn more about money. I need to learn. I need to be smarter. I need, I'm following this account called Lvest, and I think I'm going to get, um, it's like financial advice for women. Um, and talk to someone about like, okay, what should I be doing with my money? That's, I'm just like, uh, I don't know about it, so I avoid it. So that's one thing that I have successfully avoided for another year of my life. And this year, I'm trying to just take control over it. I think we need to have another financial expert on. I do too. I need to
1: talk Maybe more about Maybe we should it. have someone from... Elvest on. Yeah. Because money shit is just like so hard for people and like hard for me. Like it's something that, yeah, I'm struggling with too. Yeah. it's so important.
0: So literally so important, yeah. but I avoid it like the plague. Um, and then another thing I want to do, second thing is go back to therapy. I took a break when I like had moved um, and I need to find a new therapist. So that's my goal. I'm trying to find a new therapist Um, and go back to therapy.
1: How do you go about finding a therapist? I think I want to find one.
0: So what sucks for me is that I have Kaiser and you would have to go to a Kaiser therapist and it's just like a really shitty system. So I have to pay out of pocket, which it, that's what sucks. It's like a hundred and... My old therapist was 170 a session. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that I'm like, want to invest in... I'm like, I think that's an important investment for me. Um, And I feel very privileged that I can do that. But I, I think you have to... It's basically like dating around. You have to like try things out with the therapists and it is like kind of exhausting because you kind of have to like share your whole thing like this is me Mm. you know what i mean so i'll let you know i'll keep you posted how it goes as i try and find a new one okay sounds good let me know yeah um but i will say one of the main things that like looking back on this past birthday weekend you guys christina was the life (laughs) and soul of the party (laughs) do you really think that yes oh my gosh that's so nice Literally, like, <laughs> you just come into this group of girls, you don't know any, you're just like, like, you, oh, I just fucking love you. Aww. And after you left, I literally told my friends, I was just like, I just feel so grateful that you had just come back from traveling, like, and you took a night to, like, come out and, like, spend time with me and my friends and celebrate me and, like, took a night away from, like, you know, Steve and Nico, which I know is not easy to do. And I was just like, I feel so grateful. And, like, I am so thankful that you did that. And I feel so appreciative and i just think it's like so cool and obviously as like things change in friendship dynamics with like marriage and relationships and all this moving whatever i just am like wow i just really admire that you still invest and take time and go to your friend's bachelorettes and come to my birthday and like still balance being a mom but i know that's not always like easy um So I think you should talk about that. But I just got to tell you, girl, I love you and appreciate you. I love you
1: too. No, honestly, I had so much fun and it means so much to me. My friends are just so important to me. It's funny, this past weekend, like on Sunday, like talk about doing the most. I was like, damn, like why didn't I just like left Sunday open? Anyways, make a long story short. We went to church and brought Nicholas to church. Like it's like something that you do after the christening or whatever. And I said... I need to make some friends at church. Like, I don't have any Greek church friends here. My mother-in-law looked at me. She's like, Christina, you have enough friends. (laughs) And I kind of was like rude back. I was like, you could never have enough friends. And anyways, make a long story short, this girl who follows me on Instagram happened to be at church. And she's like, she's like, looked at Nicholas. And she's like, I think I follow you on Instagram. (laughs) She's like, I noticed your baby. I was like, oh my gosh. And she's like the Greek dance instructor at the church. I was like, I was just saying how I needed a church friend. (laughs) I was so happy I met her. But um, it is like so hard finding that balance like between friends. And like that's something that's so important to me. And I get so many messages. Like whenever I go away, um, like when we left Nicholas with my parents or even like when Steve and I are just alone, people are always like, how do you find the time?" how do you make time for yourself? Like people are always like, I haven't gotten a manicure in like two years or my husband and I haven't been on a date in a year and a half or like, I've never been able to leave like my baby with someone. And I just want to say like, I feel you. It is so, so, so difficult. And I think I come from like a place of privilege because one, I have a flexible job. Mm -hmm. I have a husband who has a flexible job and he is truly a partner in our marriage and in parenting our child. Like, Steve knows how to do everything. Like it's not like I have to like be like, this is how you change a diaper, or feel like I can't trust leaving him. Right. I'm also super lucky that I have parents and a mother-in-law that I can leave Nicholas with and I trust him and that love him so much. So it's been a little bit easier for me because I've had that help. But I do think that like whether your situation is like mine, or if you have to find external help, like you kind of just have to make that effort if you want to continue having. Some semblance of the life you once had. Um, mm-hmm. your life is always gonna change, but like some things that work for me are one planning ahead, right? Like for instance, coming, even coming here today or like coming to your B Day weekend, I was like, okay, Steve's gonna be able to watch Nicholas, but like he's not gonna know what to cook for Nicholas. He's not gonna know how to do this or that or you know, all these other things. So like I spent like the whole night before preparing all of his meals for two days, just in case my train got back later or whatever, like being able to have a system like in place. So in case you're gone longer that you feel like okay with, I think that's really, really important. Um, To like, it's okay to ask for help. Like I think there's this martyr complex and I think women just as a whole do it, Mm -hmm. but moms especially do it like think about when you've been in a relationship, right? You're doing like all these things and you're like, it's fine, I got it, it's fine, I got it. And you're doing all these things, but then you end up becoming resentful because you're doing everything for everyone and you're not necessarily asking for help and you're not telling someone that you need help with it. Or if someone's like asking you what's going on, you're like, no, no, it's so quick to be like, I just got it. But what ends up happening is you become so exhausted, you put everyone's priorities first um, and then you end up becoming resentful. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but like a healthy, happy mom is more important than a mom who's doing every single thing. And is tired and grouchy and at her like end of her rope. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like there's no trophy. Like you're not going to get a trophy for doing the most. Your kid is not going to. Nicholas is going to have no idea that I went to your birthday weekend. (laughs) Like he's literally going to (laughs) have no idea. You know what I mean? Um, So I just think that like remembering those things are really, really important. Also, mm-hmm. like, I'm lucky because I have family to watch my son. Um, but I have so many friends. I, I keep thinking about this because I was like, okay, I need to like figure out a nanny or a babysitter just in case no one's available. Like, today I could have really used help, but no, my mother in law wasn't available. I was like, okay, I need to do this. And I think this is just helpful in general for people. It's like, there's so many babysitters, there's so many nanny services. Maybe you don't need one today. Maybe you don't need one tomorrow, but I think you need to start interviewing people. Right, because if you have someone or one or two people that you know you can rely on to call, you will feel so much better. Um, so I think like doing that research ahead of time, so you're prepared when the time comes when you want to take a night with your husband or when you want to go on vacation, I think like being prepared and having that system in place is like really, really important.
0: Yeah, but I think that the, I mean, I'm obviously not even a mom, but that is like intimidating to find a nanny. Like,
1: or a babysitter. So intimidating.
0: I'm like, I think about like, but it is crazy. Like, I think about me,
1: I was like babysitting kids in my neighborhood when I was like 12. Same, I don't understand because I would never allow a 12-year-old to watch Nicholas ever. Right. But you know what I do think? My friend does this actually, and I think it's really, really great. She leaves her daughter with her mom, but her mom can't really watch her daughter. Like, she has like a toddler and it's like a little too much for her mom. So what she started doing is hiring a babysitter to be there with her mom. Mm -hmm. So it's like, at least there's two people there. And I think that like I would probably do that if I was like nervous to leave Nicholas alone with someone else, is I would first probably have a babysitter there when Steve was there or when my mother-in-law was there to make sure that we could really trust the babysitter, that they knew what they were doing. Or even if you're nervous about it, stay home with the babysitter. Hire a babysitter for the day. Let them do everything, but you're still there in case something goes awry or like, just to make sure that you're fully vetting this person you like. them. Um, I think like there's things that you can do to like make yourself feel comfortable. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, people like, I, I just think it's so important. Like at least for me, like for, I would have been so sad if I didn't come this week and I would be so sad if I didn't have like those date nights with my husband, like taking care of my mental health as a mom mm-hmm. makes me be a better, a better mom to my son.
0: That's so much like what Glennon Doyle talks about in Untamed. She's like, when did we think that like the ultimate mom or wife, the ultimate thing was to be selfless? Mm -hmm. And it's actually like, you don't want to teach your kids to give all of yourself to everyone else so you have nothing left. Right. Like the most amazing thing you can do for Nicholas is to show him that you care about yourself too. So you... You take care of yourself so you can be a good mom, a good wife, a good friend, a good sister, all of these things. It's like, I don't know where we went wrong, where it was like, moms just give every last drop of what's in their cup to everyone else.
1: 100%. My mom definitely did that. Yeah. And I, I do think that like, okay, fine. It's easier said than done. And we're like, maybe you don't want to leave your baby. Maybe like you just don't. That's okay too. But like, as long as like, that's a choice that you're making because- Being with your baby 24-7 makes you happiest, not because you of the guilt. Yeah, you're not like resentful,
0: like, oh I want to be
1: wish I could see my, you know, go on a date with my husband or whatever. Right. And I do think there's other things you can do, like in place. Like you can be resourceful, dude. It's like 2021, almost 2022. There's you can get everything delivered to your home, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you haven't got a manicure and you're dying for a manicure if your baby goes to sleep at seven o'clock, bring a nail technician in. (laughs) Like honestly. Do a spa night at home. Like, you can do that. Or, like, find one that's open late and be like, tell your partner if you have, like, hey, I'm going to be out tonight. I'm doing something for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, if you can't find time to work out, like, get your ankle weights and wrist weights and, like, go for walks with your baby and, like, do your own, like, little workout like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, there's definitely things that you can do to make time for you, but it's just a matter of. Of, of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I also think of like not worrying about judgment because I definitely, when I get some of these comments, I, I think some of them come from like respect, like, Oh, I wish I could do that. And other come from like, I can't believe you're doing that, you know? And mm. you just can't give a shit what anyone else thinks oh, about you. Oh, that's hard. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Mom guilt is like definitely placed on from other people. Part of it. Like mom, other moms. Definitely. Think? Yeah.
0: Wow. I think so. God, it's like already, I can't even imagine like how hard it is to be a mom and then having to deal with all that shit. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, but it's just noise. You know what I mean? Like no one knows your situation. No one knows your baby or your family. Um, And I think that like for me, judgment can come from maybe people on Instagram, like followers or whatever. But for anyone in their life, it can come from like their mother-in-law, their mother, their sister, their, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No matter what, like people are going to judge you being like, why are you feeding your kid that? Shouldn't shouldn't they like be sleeping in that? Like, why are they wearing that? Like, so you just have to like drain out all that noise. Yeah. um, And just like know that you're doing the best job that you can and put yourself and your family first always. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, that's a little bit tidbit. Um, I just think that, damn, like I I never realized like, you know, being a mom is going to be hard, right? But like you just don't quite realize how hard it is and that it is literally all-consuming. And it's so funny because, like, when I was, like, breastfeeding and he was just taking bottles, it was, like, so exhausting because we were feeding him, like, eight times a day. But then, like, when you have to, like, feed them real food, dude... (laughs) And you're worried about cooking like three nutritious meals for your kid a day. I can't even. Like, imagine cooking for yourself. You know I don't do that exactly. <laughs> imagine having to cook for a baby. I know, Christina. It is crazy. Honestly, so, it like no. It honestly blows my mind. Yes, it, it is blows crazy. my mind. But it is so amazing. Um, but you just gotta like take one thing at a time and you figure out systems in place. Like I've gotten good at batch cooking and doing shit like that. And Mm -hmm. like scheduling out my days and being like, Hey, I will not be here tomorrow. I need help. You know? Yeah. I've gotten very good at asking for help actually. Good. That's something I never would have admitted I needed before. I'm like very good at being like, I can't do this. Like I need help or like, you know, even if I have to like pay something for convenience, like I like that is important to me now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I got to say, I admire you for how you have transitioned into motherhood. Thanks, and girl, I think you're doing an incredible job. And I look up to you. And if if I have kids one day, I'll be calling you. You yeah. know, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, my God. I
1: w- <laughs> Hopefully you'll have like your first kid when I have like my second or third kid.
0: Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Wouldn't that be
1: so fun? Um, okay, guys, we're going to get into Ask Away with R and K. It
0: changes on a weekly basis. Sometimes it's Ask Away with Ray and K. Sometimes it's Ask Away with R and K. It's Ray and K.
1: Ray and K. Yeah, it runs better. Duh, we're it so rhymes. stupid. Okay, I love this question. Okay, as per request from this week's episode, I need advice. <laughs> I'm in a difficult spot in my relationship. I'm very much a go getter and I love to change things up. My boyfriend is more of an overthinker, cautious decision maker, and fears change. This is turning into an issue because we're in our early 20s and living in our hometowns. High key, my worst nightmare. My boyfriend and I agreed to stay in Pittsburgh for one year before moving. That year is just about up. I tried to give him this year to prepare to move and leave family and friends, but he's still so hesitant. I'm scared he's never going to actually leave, but I have to get out for myself and my goals. I truly believe I'm going to spend my life with this guy, but I don't know what to do. I'm unsure of how to balance my goals and independence with what's best for my relationship." basically how do I light a fire under his butt and get him ready to move cities thanks so much for any advice I love listening to you gals okay this is literally
0: reminds me so much of your and Steve's situation I know like you I feel like will
1: give such good advice on this because I was like this sounds so similar dude you just need to fucking do it and mm-hmm. if he's worth it and wants to be with you he will come yeah literally that's it when I decided to move to LA I honestly woke up one morning and I was like I'm moving to Los Angeles so he's like what <laughs> I was like, no, I'm moving to Los Angeles. Like, I can't be in New Jersey anymore. Why am I at my parents' house? New York City is way too close and so expensive. and makes no sense to live there. Like, it would make more sense to commute. I can't do that. I'm moving to LA. I've always wanted to. And he's like, so what about us? And I was like, if you want, you can come to LA too. But like, I'm going no matter what. And then literally like two weeks later, we were out here looking for apartments and we were out here a month later. And I was telling the girls um, this weekend about the Thailand, but like same with Thailand, like sort of thing. I was like, I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to Thailand. I was trying to plan this trip to Thailand for a year. So he's like, yeah, we'll go in the spring. We'll go in the spring. We'll go in the spring. And then spring came. He's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll go another time. And I was like, I'm fucking going to Thailand. And I literally was like, these are the tickets. This is what I'm doing. I'm going with or without you. So whether you want to come or not, like I'm going. And he's like, okay, let's go to Thailand. (laughs) And I just think that sometimes if there's something you want to do, you just need to do it. Like what? If you, I'm assuming like you have a city in mind, right? Like I would just choose the city you want to move to look for places and just be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do for me. Like, I hope that you'll join me on this journey, but like, I just can't wait because Mm -hmm. if you're like, you're in your early twenties, like say you're 22 or 23, right? Like you're going to wait another year. All of a sudden you're going to be 24. Then you guys are going to be like deeper in your jobs or deeper in your relationships with friends and family. It's going to get harder and harder and harder to leave. So you just need to go.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And right now, I assume you're in your like 20s or 30s. We have like time on our side. Like now is the time. Like I would hate for you to not do it and look back with regret. And I do think that I don't know where you're at in your relationship, but you know, if you guys are meant to be together, uh, he, he'll come he'll fit mm-hmm. he'll f- get over it and he'll leave and if he doesn't then he's not meant for you right now yes, If you really agreed. truly believe that you it's your time to move on and you feel like you're being held back Then he and he doesn't want to go. He's not meant for you right now, which is really shitty and really hard, but um I think yeah, like christina said you gotta go
1: And honestly. Now's the time sometimes there just needs to be someone in the relationships. That's like kind of like the pusher
0: Mm -hmm. Do you know what I
1: mean? Like, that's me when it comes to traveling and adventure and our relationship. And do you know what Steve does? He tells everyone about fucking Thailand (laughs) to the point where like, I'm like, if I hear him talk about Thailand one more time. Yeah, it was an amazing trip. He's like, my favorite trip. He goes on and on and on. And he didn't want to go. he didn't even want to go. Do you know what I mean? So like, that's probably gonna be your man too. Like, so excited. So just yeah. do it. That I'm excited for you. That's going to be awesome.
0: And I think if you explain to him the reasons why, which you might probably have, why it's this move is so important mm-hmm. to you and help him see that it's not just like, you know, but even if it is just like, I want to try something new. That's actually fine too. Yeah, so totally I don't know. Fine. Just like
1: get him understand what your reasoning is. And and I think that you could say, we're going to try this out for a year. Most leases are a year. I don't think it needs to be like a, this is like a three year, five year thing. We're going to live in the city. Um, you know what I mean or and honestly if you're really really scared do a long term Airbnb mm-hmm. if he's like super against it and you're like not sure either but if I were you I would just go for it yeah. just make it happen go for it i was so too excited sure.
0: keep us updated alright um, if you have any other questions for the Ask Away with Ray and Kay segment DM us at the comedy collective on Instagram and hopefully we'll read your question on one of our podcasts so uh, that's it for today.
1: Yes. Love you guys. We'll talk to you later next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confident collective.
0: And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.